When Sunny gets blue, she breathes a sigh of sadness. Like the wind that stirs the trees. Wind that sets the leaves to sway in. Like some violins are playing. Some weird haunting melodies. Podcasting from a town called Manalapan, New Jersey. This is That Oneness Guy podcast covering the many aspects and elements that embody oneness. Good afternoon. I am your host, Danny Rongo. As an author, playwright, singer, songwriter, and activist, I am spreading my message of oneness, like I always say, folks, basically to anyone who will listen. First, as always, for those who are not aware, my book, the book that these podcasts derives from, is called I Am God and So Are You, My Friend. A Common Man's Guide to Oneness is available right on with thanks to my publisher Balboa Press, which is a division of the world leader and spirituality publications Hay House Incorporated. The book comes in hardcover, paperback and ebook formats and is now available globally via all of your major retailers like Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, etc. So Let's get right into podcasting. You're listening to my first podcast in season number two. Yeah, I am stoked. This is episode number nine. Let's address the blasphemous elephant in the room. How's that for a title, right? Uh, Well, first, as always, I'd like to introduce you to the track that you just heard for today's introduction. That was a song. It's featured on my CD that's called One Bass, One Voice, Simply One Song. It's one of my favorite songs of all time, and I just had to do a cover of it. As some of you may know, it is the classic ballad called When Sunny Gets Blue. I hope you like my arrangement of it on my acoustic bass guitar as I kind of lean towards the version that, I don't know if you remember, Kenny Rankin back in the 70s. Well, he made that that famous really back in the day, and I just always loved the song. It's so beautiful. It's got beautiful chords, beautiful lyrics. And as you know, this and all of my music can be found on either my website, dannyrongo.com, iTunes, Amazon, or any of your favorite downloading sites. And just so you know, I will also close out this episode with another section of that song, so stick around, especially if you like the song. Okay, now for those who have been following along, you know that so far in the first eight episodes of my podcast, what I've done is I've touched on some of the initial aspects of oneness as it pertains to the info that you'll find in the book of mine when you read it. And I really hope that you do, as it can definitely change your life forever. I've discussed a basic introduction to oneness that started from the physical and led to the spiritual side of things. And then speaking of spiritual, I introduced... Uh, the acronym STEVLS, which now that everyone knows represents what we are, and that is uh, S-T-E-V-L-S, and that stands for spirit, thought, energy, vibration, love, and soul. Now that led to how the word acceptance plays such a big role in oneness, so I discussed that, and then we also discussed the opposites and ironies and how important it is to think about what we think about. And we also touched briefly on our beautiful blue sphere that I call our Mother Earth. 
So for this episode, like I said, which is actually the first episode in season number two, it's time to get a little down and dirty, as they say. Okay. And especially upon the release of the book, I figured to take a moment or an episode, I should say, and discuss why I did this in the first place. But getting back to it. So this is episode nine. All right entitled, Let's Address the Blasphemous Elephant in the Room. So here we go. Folks, let's get right to it, okay? You either think that the title of a book that states, I am God, is totally blasphemous, or you agree completely. There's really no middle ground on this. So what I'd like to do, and you'll read in the book, is I want to address it from both sides of the equation, okay? First, if you believe that it's blasphemous, then you don't totally understand the concept of oneness. And hey, that's, that's fine. See, the book will take you on a spiritual journey that will change your life, and you've got to just trust me on that. For quite some time... I, I didn't even know what, what oneness was. And like most people, I had an idea, but I truly didn't grasp all that it entailed. Now I'm thinking back now to those days of not grasping oneness, and I asked myself, how would I have reacted if I saw a book titled, I Am God? Would I have rejected it immediately? Would I have deemed it blasphemous? Well, my answer is would have been no and no. I wouldn't have rejected it immediately simply based on my curiosity. Okay? And I wouldn't have labeled it blasphemy because even before I fully understood oneness, I didn't relate to the world, to the world, I'm sorry, to the word blasphemy. All right. My thoughts on the topic were and still are very simple. Regardless of what religion is being discussed, if somewhere within the bylaws are the words free will, well then how can blasphemy be an issue? But enough about my thoughts for now. If you're someone who believes that the title of this book is blasphemous, I honestly want to say thank you. I want to thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone to listen to me speak and actually to read a book that initially doesn't resonate with what you believe. For I'm sure that wasn't easy to do. And I applaud you for being curious and open-minded to the point where you said, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Now, previously, we discussed exactly what oneness is. All right, so I'm not going to go back to that. But for now, and in case you're a first-time listener, just know that it means like total inclusion, okay, with one and all. Now, if you believe that the title is blasphemous, then you believe that your God or your higher source or your divine entity or your spirit is separate from you. And because of that separateness, you will not place yourself within the same confines as your God. Some might say that they are not worthy 
to be included in the same breath as their God. Maybe because their religion is one of the many religions in our world today that use really fear as a tactic to maintain their congregation. Now, I didn't write the book to dissuade people from their beliefs. Many of you listening right now have spent your entire lives practicing a specific belief system, and that's wonderful. As long as it resonates and makes sense with you in your heart and soul, that's fine. You see, the sole objective of this book, and please know that I'm saying soul as an S-O-U-L, in the short term is to make your life easier. Now I hear you asking, you know, how can a book about oneness do that? You'll see when you read the book that oneness takes pressure off of our daily lives. It does that in many ways, but the most helpful way is in the knowing that you are one with your God, that you are one with her, and she is one with you. And yes, thank you for noticing that I singled out God as a she. You see, we all have choices, and I decided very long ago that my God is a woman. Yours doesn't have to be. I just associate the beauty that I see on this planet with a woman's touch. And so when I refer to God, I usually say she. Now, the fact that I include myself with my God in all aspects takes a huge amount of pressure off of me. I don't have to hold myself to anyone's standards but my own. I don't have to worry about sins, if that's your thing. And most importantly, because of oneness and the connection I share with my God, I know that I have an internal partner to help and guide me through life. Now, what's better than that? I know that there are so many quotes that convey the message and image of having that partner in life. But here's my absolute favorite, and it goes like this. If you knew who walked beside you at all times on the path that you have chosen, you can never experience fear or doubt again. Now that, some of you may know, or may not, is from my guru, a man I have met on a few occasions and who wrote more than probably 40 books on spirituality and self-help and is a man I consider to be a modern-day messenger, and that was the late, great Dr. Wayne Dyer. I reference him quite often in my book as his message continues to resonate within me and always will. Now, in a world where there is so much turmoil where it's a struggle just to make ends meet, where we are faced with random acts of violence, terror, and nature, can't we take praying for forgiveness off the table? Like, really, think about it. Do we need that extra weight piled up on top of everything else in life? that we have to pray for forgiveness, again, on top of what we deal with on a daily basis. Oneness relieves us of that. Again, in the knowing that you are one with your God and that there is no judgment to be had at some, po some future point in time. 
Now, I'm not telling anyone that what they believe in or, or what they practice in any capacity is right or wrong. That's judgmental. All right? What I'm offering here, as it pertains to oneness, is an option. An option to consider a way of life that already may resonate within you or not. You see, I often say that my way is not the way. It is simply a way. A way that when you read the book will break down your thoughts of being separate from anyone or anything. A way that will prove that we are one and united at our very core. And like I've mentioned, we'll also take off some of the just mountainous pressure that we all live under. So, if you do believe that this title is in fact blasphemous, again, thank you, seriously, for still considering what you're about to listen to and then read in the book. I swear it will not hurt you. And now, if you are in the camp that totally agrees with the title, I want to say thank you as well. I'm sure you'll find many thoughts, ideas, concepts, and truths that will expand what you already know regarding oneness. As we all know, we're never done learning. Even after 40 years of reading, questioning, and creating this version of my spirituality, I'm still astounded at how much I learn each and every day. And that's what I love about it, folks. You know, it really is a journey. Everything I've ever done and thought about in my life to date has led me to be speaking to you right now. And the same holds true for you. Everything you've ever done and thought about has led to you listening to me speak right now. I'm supposed to be spewing out these thoughts and you're supposed to be hearing them. That's pretty cool if you ask me. Or, as I still quote on a daily basis since the release of Caddyshack back in 1980, which is nice. Okay. So now that we've addressed the aforementioned elephant in the room, it's time for us to move on, which would be yet another episode coming in the very near future. So thank you again for listening to the podcast I'm calling That Oneness Guy. This has been episode number nine and the first in season number two. And this is titled, Let's Address the Blasphemous Elephant in the Room. If you've liked what you've been listening to, please take a moment to subscribe to this feed either on my website, dannyrongo.com, at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or at my podcast website, which is courtesy of Buzzsprout. And you could look that up at buzzsprout.com and just search for that oneness guy. So basically anywhere you hear or listen to your podcast, folks, you can find me. Just look for that oneness guy. And again, as always, please follow me on Twitter, 
Instagram and Facebook so you can stay in touch with all things oneness and especially my newly released book. Again, I am God and so are you, my friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness, which, as I mentioned earlier, is now available everywhere. And speaking of my book, please check out the website for my book, which can be found at www.iamgodbook.com. Again, that's iamgodbook.com. It's a really cool site. It's interactive. I got videos. I got photos. Uh, There is a blog where you can chime in too. So by all means, folks, if you're listening, add your email onto this site so you can join in on the conversation and leave comments. Okay, I know a lot of people have a lot of things to say, and so far what I've been hearing is really cool and really positive because more and more people are starting to recognize that we need something to move something to move us forward. All right, what we've been hoping for and praying for, and that is in peace. It's it's not going to come unless we initiate it, and by we I mean you and me. You know, and it starts with what we say. You have to look in the mirror. Okay. And it's got to start with you. That's what I do. It starts with me. You know? So, again, chime in on that website, IamGodBook.com. Like I said, I've already posted uh, about half a dozen blogs already, so you can check them out as well. And I'm posting a blog typically once or twice a week. Again, folks, my name is Danny Rongo. So please look for my next podcast show. And until then, I send you, as always, peace love, light, and continued oneness. Namaste. Hurry, new love, hurry near. Kiss away each lonely tears. All the near when sunny gets blue. All the near when sunny gets blue.